Hi everyone and welcome to the second episode of Sodgecast. Today we're going to be doing an informational um, an informational episode and this one, usually this segment is going to be a lot more conversational and we're going to have people coming on. Um, I've got a list of a bunch of people that I'd like to interview for this section but I thought before we start digging into other people I thought it would be um, It'll be good for me to get to know you guys a bit better or you to get you to get to know me a bit better and I was going to ask these interview questions to myself. These interview questions will be quite consistent across all the different interviews with different people. So yes, it might sound a bit strange me asking myself questions, but I hope you can see that as more of these episodes come out, they will be a lot more conversational. Okay, so... First thing is, what's your name? My name's Sophie Hodge, uh, nickname Sodge, aka the name of this podcast. Um, Next question, what are you doing with your life at the moment? At the moment, I am studying at university, studying law and global studies, specialising in cultural competence, which is very interesting, all about reading different cultures and language and all that type of stuff. Um, and I'm also working a bunch of jobs, which is really fun. And yes, I'm a very busy person. And what am I enjoying about that? I am really enjoying, I love being busy because I think that being busy is one of the most um, refreshing things because, and fulfilling things because the more things I can fit in my day, the happier I tend to be and the more I feel that sense of achievement so yes I really love being busy and I love my I love studying at uni the social life is amazing and I also love just the lifestyle of being able to balance work and uni and family and relationships and everything so it's really good what's an unforgettable thing you've done in your life something unforgettable that I've done um I had to think about this and I think one of the most unforgettable things I've ever done was when I went to Japan when I was in year 10 I went to Japan with uh I think 13 blokes from around Australia and a bunch of leaders with scouts and I was the only girl that went and that was quite the eye-opening experience to say the least but anyway when we went to Japan we had we did um we stayed with the host family and we also did the jamboree itself I'm not sure if you guys know what a jamboree is but it's a scout camp um and basically on this trip I had the honor of meeting the emperor of Japan who is still the emperor of Japan to this day at the time he was the to be emperor but now he is the current emperor which I think is quite fun um and basically he meeting him was just truly unforgettable because I was so lucky to be able to be standing in front of someone that has such an impact on the lives of so many people in in the country that I was traveling around and as soon as I left the building all these little kids ran up to me and grabbed my hands and like tried to tried to touch me because they thought, oh my gosh, this person, this tall girl has has managed to touch the hands of the emperor, shaken his hand. And I thought that was a mind-boggling experience. And I later that night I also got to be invested from Scouts Interventories, which are two different levels in in scouting um, in Australia. And that was a real not only an honor but also just an opportunity where I got to speak in front of 13,000 people which was very nerve-wracking but it was also a way of 
um, not only sharing the Australian scouting ways, but also our culture. We got to sing, we got to sing the national anthem. We got to sing, we got to um, do a, a few different ceremonies, as they call them. So yeah, that was an unforgettable experience in my life. Was going to Japan and having those interactions with the emperor, but also with people who were just so fascinated by Australian culture. Everyone thought we rode kangaroos down the street, and it was just—it was really humbling, but also a great learning curve in my life. Was at my trip to Japan in year ten, which was 2018. Next question: What's one thing on your bucket list? One thing on my bucket list is to. <laughs>、um, I'd like to be able to. Oh, this is really difficult. I really didn't think about this one very much. One thing on my bucket list is to be able to stand up for something that I really grow a passion for. And whether that's something like、um, children's rights, human rights, I'm really into human rights. I would really like to be a human rights lawyer one day. So I think one of the most, one of the things at the top of my bucket list would be to stand up for someone who may not be able to use their voice in a legal sense. I'm talking about,、um, and be able to represent and work towards advocating for their rights and human rights in general. So yes, I am really hoping to fulfil that goal one day, and I'd also really like to be able to、um, maintain a connection with my holiday house and be able to hang out with my family there for many, many years to come, and keep growing family relationships and one day have a family of my own. So yes, that's there are a few different things on my bucket list. I couldn't really nail it down to one. Next is what's my Ultimate goal in life, and whether that's career-wise or family-wise, etc. So my ultimate goal would be to be a human rights lawyer in Spain. I think that would be truly, it would be fulfilling the goal.、Um, I think that being able to, and as I said before, just be able to advocate for human rights is a real goal in my life. And in terms of careers, I'd also really like to. We were told in school once that. People of our generation are going to keep to、um, basically keep having different careers. Everyone's going to have a different career, and everyone's going to have a bunch of different careers. Sorry. So in my life, I'd like to have three careers. I'd love to be a lawyer, but then I'd also love to be a. Afterwards, I'd love to be a teacher. I want nothing more than to be able to educate other people. And pass on knowledge. I think that is such a powerful thing that humans are able to do, and I'd love to be able to harness that. So that's my second career. My third career, I'd absolutely love to be a farmer, because I think farming is just—I just love it. I've always grown up on a farm. I absolutely love running around on the farm. I think that it's—it's it's such a great way to connect with people. I've connected so much with my dad and also my sisters. My Um, family through it, and I think that yes, I am. I'm really keen to be a farmer and be able to push down that barrier of just how male-dominated an, an industry it is. And I would really and be able to develop new skills. Going from a lawyer to a teacher to a farmer is quite a interesting career pathway, but. I my biggest goal is to prove this bloke wrong who once said to me,、uh, 
uh, it must be really tough for your dad having three daughters because that means he mustn't have anyone to take over the farm. And I just, that was a moment where I was like, you know what, I'm going to be a farmer. So I really hope to follow through with that. Next question was, how do you think you're making a positive impact on the world? I think I'm making a positive impact on the world by being able to be someone who's approachable. I like, I like to think that I can be able to make friends with people. I love to be able to think that people can come to me for advice if they feel like it and if they trust me. I, my goal is to be, my, the positive impact that I want to be able to make on this world is for people I know and people I'm meeting to be comfortable around me in terms of communication, which yes, and also be able to I think a positive impact in itself is being a positive person. I think positivity is what's going to change the world. If everyone was positive, we'd be in a better world. And that's a very, um, I might use this word wrongly, but vanilla statement. I just think that positivity is such a key tool. It results in kindness. It results in gratitude. It results in happiness. It is such a powerful tool. So I like to think I'm putting some positivity in the world. Um, and lastly, what do you think the solution is to world peace? I think the solution to world peace is, that's hard, um, be able to, I mean, this might be a bit unconventional, but be able to love yourself before you love other people. And I think being able to come to terms with yourself makes you in a world in, at peace with yourself. And if everyone was at peace with themselves, we'd be in a peaceful world. Does that make sense? I just think that that would be a really powerful, powerful thing. Um, gratitude and being able to love, love yourself before you love others and also just positivity. So yeah, that is my introductional episode. I'm getting smack bang on 10 minutes, so I'm going to wrap it up now. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, feel free to ask me any questions. You can send me a message. And yes, I hope you enjoyed and next time it will be a bit more natural as someone else will be in the video as well. Thank you.